Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. La, la, yeah. la, la, wait till I get my money right. Oh. I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke, I spent that on a necklace. Oh. I told God I'll be back in a second. Man, it's so hard not to act reckless. The whole much is given, much is tested. Get arrested, guess until he gets the message. I feel the pressure under more scrutiny. And what I do, act more stupidly. Bought more jewelry, more Louis V. My mama couldn't get through to me. The drama, people suing me. I'm on TV talking like it's just you and me. I'm just saying how I feel, man. I ain't one of the Cosby's. I ain't go to hell, man. I guess the money should have changed them. I guess I should have forgot where I came from. One bleeds red and one bleeds blue. Two friends, one heated rival. It's intense. It's no holds barred. It's game time. On Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio with your host Scott Atkins and Michael Trent. Scott and Mike and their versatility bring new light to many topics in and out of the world of fantasy sports. Guests can reach the show by calling 347-324-5404. Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, where Planet Red and Big Blue Nation collide. Let's hope they're still friends afterwards. Here they are, Scott and Mike. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special episode of Red vs. Blue, Friday Night Football, wherever you may be. Thanks for making us part of your night. I'm Scott Atkins, Team Legacy in the world of high-stakes fantasy football, and usually I'm joined by the Big Blue co-host from Brandenburg, Kentucky, Michael Trent. Mike was away last Friday night for the Kentucky Derby, and uh, he will be here in just a few minutes. We just now got the chat room up. Uh, We had a few technical difficulties. It seems like uh, every week it's something new here at Blog Talk Radio, but we're going to make the best of it. Tonight is a special episode. We're going to be uh, unveiling the the drawings for the May Madness giveaway, the first ever May Madness uh, here at the Fantasy Football World Championships. Not to be confused with March Madness uh, with the Louisville Cardinals and what they were able to accomplish this year, but uh, this is uh, this is May Madness. This is our version of an early bird discount, and it's uh, we've turned this discount into a sweepstakes, into a giveaway. Uh, a lot of fun. We think it's going to have a, a lot of impact and a lot more uh, meaning uh, rather than just getting a little 100 bucks off like we tried last year. We said, hey, let's take that same value, uh, group everybody that's, you know, some of the teams that have put deposits in into groups of 20, and, and they'll, uh, they'll get, a, they'll get the, uh, the entered into the drawing. Now, 
we apologize. We can't always make it exactly get everybody in. So that if there's a few of you that weren't able to get in this time, be patient with us. We will be able to get you in. We had to do some some kind of random processes here to be able to get everybody in uh, that we could. Uh, but you're never going to end right on a round number of 20. So if you do have your deposit in, please be patient. Uh, we will get you in. I know there's a there's a couple of Yakuts and uh, the Kimbers. There's a, there's there's several uh, several of you that we we're, we're going to get in there into the drawings. Uh, but it's very difficult. You know, you can only do a round of groups of 20. And so uh, if if we're sitting at a certain number, it's kind of hard to do. But we're going to do three tonight. We'll do uh, we'll do some more next Friday night and. It looks like Mike Trent's in. Mike, uh, we're going to ask you real quick about the Kentucky Derby, and then we're going to get all the fantasy for the entire hour here. So, Kentucky Derby, uh, Orb is the winner. Did you have him? Uh, yes, sir, Scott, and it's uh, great, to, great to hear your voice, and uh, glad everybody's on board. Uh, it's going to be a great show. Yes, I had Orb, and uh, finally. <laughs> now, I mean, as an enthusiast of the, of the sport, the industry, uh, the game, I love it so much. I hardly ever have a Kentucky Derby winner, and uh, this year it came between uh, Orb and Verrazano, and it just, I was, you know, 15 minutes to post. I didn't know what to do, what, so finally it was Orb. Well, very cool, Mike. It is uh, <clears throat> the most exciting two minutes of sports, and then it's over, and then you uh, you get a couple of weeks there before you have the Preakness and then the Belmont, and then pretty much, uh, you know, unless you're a really avid Horse racing fan, you may get into the Belmont or something along that lines, but pretty much it's over after that. And so, do you think we have a Triple Crown winner? That's what everybody wants to know. We've we've had them before, and it's been a long dry spell uh, since we've seen yeah, one. So, know, what it takes? Yeah, I hear a lot of that. Uh, a lot of that talk. Uh, you know, after they win the first leg, it, it's like, do we have a Triple Crown winner? Uh, I don't. I don't really talk too much about that because uh, he's got to win. He's got to win a week from uh, tomorrow. Uh, in Pimlico, and then if he does that, then really the chatter starts to happen. Uh, so, I, you know, I don't think too much about it. I think he's great. I think he's good. Chuck McGahee, I'm so proud of him as a trainer, a Kentucky boy, um, you know, to win the Derby. He doesn't bring horses to the Derby just to be running them in the Derby. He brings them to win, and he won the Derby. So uh, I think there's possibilities, but it's, it's going to take a lot. We'll see after the Preakness. Three four seven three two four five four zero four is the number. This is the Red versus Blue Show. This week sponsored by Mio Energy Liquid Water Enhancer. Thank you guys for uh, sending us those. It's uh, it's it's a lot of fun uh, to do the Red versus Blue Show. It's all about the crew here. Some of the best minds in the world of high stakes fantasy football. Being able to see guys like Lee Waz and and Greg Dietzer, Gift Paddle, and Nick and Taz and Vincent Bernetti. Welcome to the show. Wayne Ellis is on here. Uh, this is uh, this is where we, it all started, Mike. We we kind of just jumped in. We started talking, you and I, kind of back and forth, Louisville, Kentucky kind of thing, and we started talking about our mutual interest, which at the time was fantasy football. We would, you and I, would always go up to Chicago and play in the NFFC, and and that's where we met a lot of the guys like Wayne Ellis and Billy Waz and those guys up in Chicago, uh, and and Rob Benetti. You know, those are those are that's a really it, it was a lot of friendships formed in Chicago that will last. Uh, a lifetime for us, and and it started there, and it started with fantasy football, Mike. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, one thing that I'll never forget is uh, we were at the uh, OTB one night uh, or one day after the uh, draft in Chicago. Uh, that's where I got to meet uh, Robinetti, and uh, you know, and I never knew that he was uh, that much of a horse racing enthusiast, and 
Yeah, once uh, you and I and uh, Rob, we were sitting there uh, just kind of handicapping horses and stuff. You know, I was like, man, this guy knows his horses. And so that's why every once in a while on my Facebook page or what what have you, I'll just, uh, hey, Rob, uh, what kind of picks you got? And, you know, it's, but that, those are those are the types of friendships that you build, just like you said, Scott. It's not just fantasy football. It You know, you build from uh, outward, too. Well, and who would have ever thought that uh, starting where we did with just having some fun and going up to Chicago and living a passion uh, in September, you know, that we would be doing this, red versus blue, after this many years, and then my career would kind of take a turn and away from the fundraising business that I've been in for 15 years and now doing fantasy sports full-time, full-time fantasy. Wow. That's, uh, it's, you never know what life's going to do. But what I, I can only tell you, and the guys in the chat room can get to attest to this, the experiences that we have driving up to Chicago, that drive, you know, and the experience driving back down from Chicago, Mike, that's when we had the first conversation about red versus blue, uh, the idea maybe doing something together, uh, you know, you were down in Kentucky, I'm here in Indianapolis. It all started from a from us going to the NFFC high stakes draft up in Chicago, and I'm half tempted to go again this year, man. Uh, Chicago, they're they're back the, for the week prior. Uh, I'll definitely be in Vegas, but I don't know if I want to be able to get away. So I'm, I, I want to get to with the guys with Wayne and Billy and and, and you and and Benetti and let's find out if we can get something going. Uh, maybe maybe we take a road trip for Chicago. That's where it all started. Yeah, you know what? That was something else because uh, we were, uh, I would say we were halfway between uh, Indy and Chicago. And, uh, you know, I'll never forget you asked me something uh, along the lines of, uh, Mike, is there something something you really want to do? I I said, you know, Scott, I I remember when I was in college, I used to uh, call basketball games and uh, football games. I was a color commentary. and, you know, I'd, I'd like to do something like that again on, on the radio or something like that. And and I couldn't believe it when you said uh, it was about uh, six months later and said, guess what, we're going to do a show. <laughs> I was like I was like freaking out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I would love to uh, go back up to Chicago and uh, get reconnected with those guys. That would be awesome. 347-324-5404 is the number. This is the Red vs. Blue Show. Uh, we have uh, a lot of action going on at FFToolbox.com now. Obviously, we are powering the games, the Fantasy Football World Championship, the Dynasty Football World Championship, and Roto Bowl. Those are the three flagship events uh, at FFToolbox.com, and uh, it's, it's a, lot of, a lot of fun right now, Mike. There's 12 Dynasty drafts going on. We're going to break those down here in a little bit, and we're also going to announce the three May Madness winners here on Red vs. Blue tonight, we put together a video. We just we just recorded it about five minutes ago, right before the show, and it's uploading now. So you're going to actually get to see the drawing here. Hey, look, it's not an elaborate setup. I'm sitting here in my office upstairs. The kids and Aaron, they're in the other room. They're probably eating some popcorn watching a movie before bed. Uh, but, uh, look, we, we thought it would be fun, and we thought it would be transparent to do a drawing of this magnitude. I mean, look, $1,650, that's a main event entry. That's a lot of money. And sure. we wanted to be very transparent about it, so we did this thing with 20 ping pong balls, Mike. I, I went to the store. I bought the ping pong balls. I, I, I numbered them 1 to 20. I emailed. Uh, we, we, we put together the, the, the three giveaways tonight. We're gonna, we'll, we'll, we'll be doing these all month uh, of May and then a little bit after. Uh, but I, I emailed all the guys after we got all the giveaways set up with the 20 participants. I emailed all the guys out, here's your number. 
be looking for that number when we do that first drawing. And so I'm going to reveal the link in this show tonight. Once it's done upload, I'm going to reveal the link. And so you can watch it live, and you don't have to wait on me, or I'm not going to ruin it for you on the show here. I'm going to give you the link, and uh, you're going to be able to uh, find out. So be patient here. As soon as that upload is finished, you'll be able to have that link, and uh, we'll get it right out to you. Uh, I want to jump in uh, real quick, Scott, yep. on the uh, di- on the dynasty football uh, on the dynasty football championship. I mean that that uh, you know I love the way that you broke down uh, every league and how many uh, how many picks they've made, how many trades have been made. Uh, you know some leagues that are lagging behind, and that and that's part of the deal. Uh, you know I hope that everybody that's in those leagues uh, doesn't fret. I mean you have a you have a time limit. That's what that time limit is for. So, uh, you know, just just enjoy the time that you're doing, uh, the trading that you're doing, uh, because this this is quite an endeavor that you're uh, getting ready to uh, uh, partake on. So, uh, make sure that you got uh, all your picks and uh, and all your trades and everything that you want in the right direction. But I, you know, I, I got a couple of buddies of mine that are in that, and uh, they're lo- they're loving it, Scott. They're loving this dynasty, uh, this startup dynasty. Oh no, kidding! I didn't know that. You got you got a couple guys that are playing in it, huh? Okay, cool. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah no, Ralph, I know Ralph's in it. Yep, and you know that makes it uh, makes it a lot of fun. You know, uh, it's just a lot of fun for everyone to get into a startup dynasty because I, I mean, every once in a while you got. You know, you got a team that you might want to pawn off or whatever. It's like, oh man, I'm tired of this team or whatever. And but it's fun to get into the startup and uh, and the uh, drafting and and the direction you want to take on your team. You know, do I take young, real young, real early? You know, and it's it's been a lot of fun just kind of watching and tracking uh, the entire draft for that. So that's pretty cool. There are a couple of themes that I do want to touch on here. On the podcast tonight, I, look, we understand that everybody's not a dynasty player, but it is a very fun game. I know that a lot of you do play, and some of you are thinking about playing. Uh, and we will continue to expand the world championship as we grow. and And it's been it was a sellout so fast. We've had so many requests. We're we're, we're taking a, basically a reserve list. Like we're we're getting so many requests to go at it again. And I'm like, you know what? It was a lot of work to get everybody everything set up and and put in there. We'll we'll see what we can do, but. Right now, we're, we're just enjoying these 12 drafts. It's all about these guys. We want to give them our, our utmost attention here. And there's 12 leagues going on. I, I found it very interesting. First of all, the way the draft started. Five drafts started, and the most popular player drafted was Doug Martin, uh, Muscle Hamster Mike. I, I don't think yeah. there's any reason why that should be a surprise to anybody after what we saw last year in a rookie year. But this is a league uh, that the scoring and the lineup rules do have to you have to take into account. We start one running back or one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, and two flex. So that means you have to start three wide receivers up to five, whereas you only have to start two running backs up to four. Now, Mike, with rules like that, would that affect your uh, opinion of who you would take? Because look, I mean, Doug Martin, hey, he's a beast, but you've also got guys like Calvin Johnson and AJ Green that got to be staring at you in the face. Well, and uh, also uh, to be to be honest with you, Scott, in a startup like this, uh, what about a quarterback? What about an Andrew Luck? You know, uh, Andrew Luck is definitely one of those guys. I had this conversation with uh, with one of the guys before, and I and I have actually done this before in a dynasty startup. 
because this was the year back when, if you remember, Cedric Benson, there was a trio of running backs that went in the top five in the NFL draft. Do you remember that year, Mike? Cedric Benson, right. Ronnie uh-huh. Brown, and Cadillac Williams. Do you remember that? Yep. These guys were all highly rated. They were all looking tough and mean, and everybody was all over these guys. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I'm not real sold on taking, you know, why not take a guy like Peyton Manning? You know, this was a long time ago. Why not take a guy like Peyton Manning, just lock down the quarterback position. You don't have to worry about it ever again for 10 years, you know. Uh, and that's what I did. Now, it it wasn't, the you know, the greatest decision ever, but it worked. It worked out for me. I mean, I've had to, I've had to kind of, you know, claw through the nail. I don't think I, I, don't think I would do it again. But it, it's something that you can consider because you don't have to worry about that position ever again. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to worry about the position, and plus the game has changed so much. I mean, back when you were uh, thinking about Ronnie Brown, uh, Cedric Benson, and uh, Cadillac, I mean, that's when that was the game at the time was when you needed running backs. You had to have running backs. But this game right now, you don't have to have that many running backs. I mean, the game has changed so much. Yeah, I just posted a, a draft uh, in the chat room and just for people to take a look. And, you know, it, it's going really well. It's already in the fourth round. We're, we're, we're already, you know, Chris Johnson was just taken at 4-5. Lamar Miller, a very interesting pick at 4-1. I, I think when, I, when I'm looking and I'm seeing Stephen Ridley and Lamar Miller that close together, I'm wondering to myself, are we wrong on one of those guys? There, there's got to be something there because either we're too low on Stephen Ridley or we're too high on Lamar Miller, and I'll ask the chat room that, are we too low on Stephen Ridley, or are we too high on Lamar Miller? Mike, your thoughts. Wow. You know, uh, I think that might be uh, too uh, too high on Stephen Ridley. Uh, I, I just, you know, I, I think New England's going to continue to, uh, most of their touchdowns are going to be uh, through the air. Uh, ooh. Wow, that's a tough question. That's very tough. Yeah. Well, Look, I, I when 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 I sit here and I watch uh teams that uh take running backs uh in the draft, look, DeMarco Murray before Ridley, MJD before Ridley, uh Darren McFadden before Ridley. I'm not really sure that that's the best move in, in dynasty uh for a young guy like Ridley that that that, that played so well. There's there's not a lot of knocks on the guy except for Bill Belichick and I mean, I don't know how long this guy's going to coach, but Ridley touched the ball 321 times last year. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Let me let me back that up. I'm looking at the first 16 weeks, 276 so, times. There's a, there's a big separation, really, Scott, between, uh, you know, your Trent Richardson, your Doug Martin, uh, McCoy. I mean, if you're, if you're doing a startup, uh, there's a big separation. So, I, I don't know. I wouldn't mess with Ridley. I, I'd go with other guys. Wayne, Wayne Ellis in the chat room. Ridley had six catches last year. It does kind of remind you of a Michael Turner situation, if that's the case. Vereen is kind of the guy that everybody's kind of looking at. So I think there's a couple of votes for, for, for Ridley being a little too high. Maybe you don't touch him. Lamar Miller, what do we know about Lamar Miller, though? The only thing we know is that NFL teams passed. NFL teams really passed on him. When everybody was talking about it, he was in the discussion, he was in a discussion with David Wilson and with um, uh, last year, David Wilson and Doug Martin. He was in that discussion. People, I remember, all year long in the preseason, everybody's like, okay, which one is that? after Trent Richardson? Who's number two? And it was always Martin, 
Miller, Wilson, Wilson, Martin, Miller. You know, they were all kind of back and forth there. And then he was kind of the forgotten man uh, drafted in the fourth round by the Dolphins. But he looked good for the limited carries we saw. We just haven't seen a lot. It's going to be, uh, you know, it's kind of funny when I'm I'm looking through these running back uh, rankings right now, Scott, and, you know, it's it's really, uh, you know, when, when you throw three or four out the window uh, as far as uh, Trent Richardson, uh, Doug Martin, uh, maybe Shady, uh, Arian, and Ray, but as far as a dynasty startup, I mean, you've got to start with, with this year's crew, and that's not much to start with. Three four seven three two four five four zero four is the number. Sean Coop's in the chat room. Welcome, buddy. Good to see you. Henry Muto, one of the NFFC champions last year. Rampo is here. They're they're starting to show up, Mike. It's uh, it's a it's a nice Friday night here in Indianapolis. We had a lot of rain earlier. It's cooling off now, but it looks like it's going to be one of those. Because it's pouring down here, so hopefully we'll get the cooling off. Let's look at this. Let's look at this order of wide receivers: Calvin Johnson, AJ Green, Julio Jones. Dez Bryant and Demarius Thomas. Mike, I don't really see much wrong with that top five. Uh, you have Calvin and A.J. Green. There is some debate, you know, that maybe Green should be up there because Calvin, you know, you know, he's got five or six years on the guy. Green, Julio, Dez, Demarius, Harbin, Marshall, Cobb, Cruz, Crabtree. Okay. When I look at that, I, I think that oh, I, I see Harbin and Marshall as elite talents, but I don't think I could take Marshall before I took Randall Cobb. Now, I know how you feel about Randall Cobb, but, look, Marshall can win you a title this year and maybe the next, you know, two or three years. I, for some reason, I like to think longer than that three-year window. Now, I know our good friend Michael Bronte from Dynasty Soundtrack always sticks with the three-year window, but to me, and I'd be interested to ask the chat room, I like to think a little bit longer than that. I like to go about six years when I'm making my decision. Well, uh, just – just my opinion. Uh, I think the top three are solid: Calvin, AJ, uh, and Julio. Percy, I'm not going to touch. In my opinion, there's no way. Uh, Demarius, definitely. Uh, Des Bryant, absolutely. And then you're talking about Brandon and Randall Cobb. Uh, Randall Cobb, I don't think he's. You know, I honestly don't think he's hit a ceiling yet. I, I really believe this guy can continue to move forward. Uh, and then when you look back, when you look after that, I, I mean, there's a lot of other role players. I mean, Jordy Nelson just, I mean, he to me, he, he jumps off the sheet at me. Yeah, Jordy Nelson drafted a 4-2 in this league after guys like Roddy White, Larry Fitzgerald, and Hakeem Nix. Uh, again, you know, they're getting up there uh, in age, especially Roddy. Now, let's look at league number two. I'm going to go ahead and take a look at league number two and see where they're at. They are making a little bit of progress. So it was a little bit slow going there. They started off with Adrian Peterson. Now, that's a move that I absolutely cannot make in Dynasty. For all the guys that, that do, God love you. You know, it, it's just something that I can't do. Oh, by the way, let me go back to the first pick analysis. Five of the 12 drafts started with Doug Martin. Three drafts started Calvin Johnson. Two drafts started Adrian Peterson. Only one draft started Trent Richardson, and only one draft started A.J. Green. There's five differing opinions there, Mike. Uh, who, who's right? Have you, have you chimed in? Who, who's right, in your opinion? I, you know, I I think uh, whoever's taking the wide receivers. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I like the AJ Green. I, I really do. You know, I can't, I can't fault the pick, dude. I totally get it. I totally understand it. AJ Green had a phenomenal year. I do have a little concern with Dalton, right? I mean, when you're talking about giving your receiver all the tools that he needs to succeed, they're 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 putting some pieces in place. They're bright, they brought in Eifert and they brought in Bernard. Now, Mike, those guys are gonna catch balls, right? Somewhat. Somewhat, okay. Those guys are going to catch some balls. I wonder where they're going to come from. Now, I think some of them will come from Gresham. I think some of them will come from the wide receiver, too, perhaps. I think they're going to try to be a little bit more of a complete offense. But when you've got a guy like Calvin Johnson, who had 204 targets in in a flukish year on touchdowns, only five touchdowns last year, He's only been in the league six years. It's not like he's going anywhere anytime soon. He can win you five or six dynasty titles. You could be the dynasty king for three or four years running because you started your draft with a Calvin Johnson. And let's 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 look at the let's look at the facts. Last year, he was the number one wide receiver in all of football and beat Brandon Marshall, right? And Marshall had a fantastic year. But he's ahead of A.J. Green by about 50 points, and he only had five touchdowns. And you know that's not going to happen again. That's that's very – you know, Green had 11 touchdowns, so that's basically spotting him another 30 points there, six, six touchdowns for 30 points or, or, or 36 points. You could see you could see Calvin, you know, go up by here 80 or 90 points this year if, if the touchdowns kind of come back to where we think they will. They're, they're going to go back up to eight or nine. You know what's going to happen. Right. That, and there's, there's a lot of ifs there, Scott. I mean, uh, you know, there's no question in my mind that Calvin Johnson, he's Megatron for a reason. And he's going he's gonna to do what, it, you know, he needs to do. Uh, I'm just thinking about uh, a little bit long-term. I, I think A.J. Green might be a little bit more long-term than uh, Calvin Johnson. Do you see the targets increasing for A.J. Green in 2013? Oh, absolutely. I do. I do, big time. I want to know from the chat room. Henry Muto, Billy Wallace, Green yeah. Ellis, Get Paddle, Taz, Coots, Rampo, uh, Brunetti, you guys, Mike B. Do the targets increase for A.J. Green next year? 164 exactly. last year. That raised him number five on the scale. Calvin Johnson, 204. Reggie Wayne, 195. Brandon Marshall, 192. I've got a couple of no's in the chat room already. Might be no. Vincent Brunetti, no. Wayne Ellis, targets don't increase. Taz, I don't think Green's targets increase at all. Okay, so it looks like the consensus decrease, in fact. I think that the consensus, Mike, is just the just thinking through this thing a little bit. Dalton's going to have to improve a ton. And what has he showed us to say that he will? He fell apart in the second half of the season, did he not? Yeah, you know, I, I just I, I really believe that uh, they're going to be able to run the ball enough to where uh, AJ Green is going to be. Uh, I mean, they're they're going to have to. He's going to be open to where they have to throw to him. And yeah, his targets. I'm sorry, guys. I, I just got to disagree with every one of you. They're, his targets will increase this year. All right. Well, write this one down. Uh, Mike yep. Trent says AJ Green's targets go up. And so we will see if he's right. Uh, 11 touchdowns, 97 receptions. He's definitely a beast. Averages, uh, you know, 19 uh, points a game. So 
So it's not it, – it, we're kind of splitting hairs here. They're very elite players. Let's see if we can't get into a little bit more uh, more deeper analysis here. When we when we start to look at this, this second draft, uh, guys like Julio Jones and Des Bryant going at the turn, that's very common. Demarius Thomas, who has Peyton Manning. You know, that's a question mark, too. We had Joe Jefferson on the show uh, talking about the targets and how that's all going to shake out. I really would like to do that analysis again, too, because when you talk about Peyton Manning and how many balls he has to go around – You've got to start doing the math. There's only so many balls that are going to go around. He throws the ball X amount of times, and there's only so many balls that are going to wide receivers. There's so many balls that are going to running backs. There's so many balls that are going to tight ends. He threw the ball 583 times. 400 balls were completed. And then you have to do that little analysis. This is how many go to tight ends. What do you, you know, it's probably going to go down a little bit. Uh, this is how many go to running backs. It's probably going to go down a little bit. You've added Wes Welker. It's got to come from somewhere, and it, and, it's, and people are generally assuming. I've, I've seen a lot of drafts. People are generally assuming that it's going to be coming from Eric Decker, but I'm not real convinced, and I've talked to a lot of guys that are still very high on Eric Decker. Mike, do you know that Eric Decker was a top ten wide receiver last year? Yes. He was top ten wide receiver. They've added, so he was number nine. Wes Welker was seven, and Demarius was five. Something's got to give, Mike. Something's got to give. Yeah, well, the, you know, no, something doesn't have to give. That's what he wants. He wants those options. Uh, Peyton, Peyton wants those options as a quarterback. You know, whether it's Demarius and Eric uh, and those guys. Uh, you know, I, I saw somebody that, uh, you know, tied in for uh, Denver, uh, Jacob Tammy. I saw him drop. What? How in the heck can you drop Jacob Tammy? I'm sorry. But. Uh, He's going to have so many options available. That's what Peyton wants. Billy Waz is asking, is it Moonshine or Jim Beam tonight, Mike Friend? Uh, here's another one. I think Mike has gone straight to the pipe. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, let's see. Um, I'll shave my head if Mike is right. That's from Taz. So, uh, if you know, I'll shave your head on AJ Green, I'll tell you that. Wayne Ellis, no way Decker has double-digit touchdowns again. Uh, now that's that's interesting because he he was a he was a red zone threat. There were that was a, I, I'd love to find out how many of those touchdowns were in the red zone. But I remember plenty of times the guy. I mean, Peyton's just you know put it to him and he's catching the ball and it seemed like you can't guard everybody. You know, yeah, you can't guard everybody. Now Wilker is going to be in the slot, right? So yep. Decker's an outside guy. Decker's an outside guy. Like Taz is saying, three wide will be the base offense. Decker's still a TV guy. Welker really isn't. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Welker moves the chase. Decker and Demarius still going to get the touchdowns. Uh, I, I think you're going to see some major chemistry with Welker and Peyton. We've already heard about that. But, Mike, who do you take, Welker or Decker, when you're on the clock? Uh, if I'm starting up, I'll, I'll go Decker. All right. Three four seven three two four five four zero four is the number. We are going to release the May Madness uh, giveaways right here on Red vs. Blue. We've got uh, three teams to give away, three main event teams, and we're also taking an inside look at the Dynasty Football World Championship. Everybody's having a lot of fun, Mike. Let's talk one thing real quick and get it out of the way. Let's talk about this. the, the two issues. There's two issues at hand when you're, when you're dealing with Dynasty startups, right? You have trade etiquette, trade etiquette, and you have – Timer etiquette. How long you're on the clock? Which one would you like to start with? Uh, I'll go with timer. 
All right, there's a 24-hour clock, man. We know that everybody has lives. This is the month of May. We said, look, I know some of these contests, they give you 16-hour clock. We're going to give a 24-hour clock. And for the most part, most of the leagues are rolling smooth, but we have one or two leagues here that are kind of stumbling on this thing, and they're kind of they're, – they're, they're, they're just slowly going at it. And, it, and it, you know, that's frustrating, owner. So talk about that a little bit. Uh, it's very frustrating, uh, but the bottom line is you have that much time. It's cut, dry, and simple. It's like I talked about at the beginning of the show. You know, I, I felt kind of embarrassed about uh, missing a missing a, a spot in uh, Hyper 3, uh, and I just totally timed out because I forgot that it cut down to six hours. It went from 12 to six hours. Totally missed it. Uh, but... The bottom line is it bugs me when people say, hurry up and pick if you're on the clock. If you're on the clock, you got 12 hours. I'm sorry, guys. That's just the way it is. You know, you might be dealing trades. You might be trying to work something out. You have that. that, that that's what that time limit is for. So I'm sick and tired. You know, that really, I mean, <laughs> Wow. I'm getting kind of fired up right now, Scott. But it, it really bugs me when people are going after eight hours of a 12-hour time limit. Oh, we hurry up and pick. We hurry and pick. I think the guy's going to stroke out because somebody hasn't picked. I mean, geez, old Pete, give him the 12 hours. If he doesn't pick, he times out just like I did. Yeah. it's uh, it, it can be frustrating. Uh, it, it absolutely can be. Uh, you have to take this in stride at the, because you do have 12 people with 12 different lives, and we all and everybody signed up saying they 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 did make a commitment to being in the league and to playing in the league. Okay, that's a given, right? I'm here. I'm gonna play now. Life gets in the way, and we all know that life it, it just does. You know, to a certain extent, sometimes get busier than others. A lot of us have things nice and cushy. You know, somewhat stable. Stable home life, stable work life, stable kids, everything's great. Not everybody's like that. Not everybody has honeymoon, you know, and rainbows here. Sometimes there's stress. There's a lot of things going on. That's why we said, you know what, the clock is pretty important. Now, look, uh, we do have the right, as the FFWC commissioner team, to do what we feel is best any time in the, in the best interest of the league. If we feel we have to cut the clock down, we'll cut the clock down. We'll cut it down a little bit. And that's just what will happen because we're always going to look out for the best interest of the league. And if, and if we feel that that's, that's uh, the, 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 the fun and enjoyment is being sapped out of it because you have one or two guys in a league that's just, you know, they put their two or nine, 299 in here and just wanted to slow things down for everybody, that's not going to go. That's not going to jive. I want to communicate with these guys, find out what's going on. Is there an issue? And let's find let's, – let's get some improvement. I, I, I want you to work trades, but if you're not doing anything with trades and you're just very – hesitant to make a pick? Uh, gee, what do you think, Mike? I mean, can you sit there on the clock and just hold home all, every single time for 24 hours? No. No, I, I, think, you have to, uh, I, I think you have to evaluate uh, what what everybody does. Um, you know, I mean, if somebody picks uh, right away and then uh, all of a sudden they're on the clock and next thing you know it's uh, 12 hours later and they haven't picked yet, like, hey, give them a call, just like just like you guys did with me, and just things happen. Uh, but man, I'm not. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not going to sit there 
on my phone, on my computer, during the derby, during whatever, and wait for my pick. That's not going to happen.
League seven uh, with the running back position. Monty Ball at four nine. Reggie Bush four ten. Le'Veon Bell five five. Giovanni Bernard five six. There you go. One two three rookies right there, all around, all sandwiched in between Reggie Bush. But they have it. Monty Ball, Le'Veon Bell, Giovanni Bernard. Now I'm getting a lot of I'm getting a lot of high stakes guys to start talking about Le'Veon Bell. Okay, he has clearly the easiest path for the first couple of years to have some very good seasons, right? Le'Veon Bell is in a very good position. You couldn't ask for a better position in the draft for a running back than to land with the Pittsburgh Steelers. That went to Le'Veon Bell. Now, I'm not really impressed with the guy. You know, I mean, I, I, look, I, I'm just, I don't know what, what you want me to say about the guy. I, he's, he's in a great opportunity, right, in a good offense. Monty Ball. Not a flashy player, runs like hell. 30, 30 carries a game reminds me of a, you know, a guy like a Michael Turner that's just going to continue and, and not do anything great, but he's going to be solid. And then Giovanni Bernard, I've never seen a, 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 a group of people fall in love with a kid so fast and then dump him to the curb so fast. It was like he's number one. After the draft, he's number one. That lasted about three days, and everybody's like. Oh, wait a minute. You're hearing, you're hearing reports out of camp? Reports reports from the front office are that he's going to challenge for the third down duties with Burkhardt or whatever, and, and Ben yeah. Jarvis is still the guy. Now, I've never seen, and first of all, this has been the wildest dynasty rookie year I've ever been, been involved with. Eddie Lacy was the undisputed number one running back. The draft happens, whoo, you know. Down the scale, he's like number six, number eight. You know, sometimes you'll see number three or four. But I've never seen a draft that's so wild. And we're in so many dynasty leagues, right? I mean, there's not a single first round that looks like looks like any other one. That's it's, it's no, very strange. I know the guy. I mean, it's really wild because uh, Bernard, uh, to, in, in my thinking, uh, first of May, he was going to be the guy. And I still believe I still believe that because he's going to be very versatile and uh, Dalton. I mean, they're going to be able to use him uh, quite a bit. But uh, going into May, I mean, it was Eddie Lacy. Eddie Lacy was the guy, and then he dropped. Uh, but Le'Veon Bell and uh, Monte Ball does intrigue me quite a bit just because it's Denver and just because they have a history of, uh, you know, throwing out some running backs that can uh, that can be very successful. So, uh yeah, I still like Jonathan Franklin better than all of them, to be honest with you. I mean, I think, I think at the end of the day, Lacey's toe gets in the way, clear the way for Jonathan Franklin. It's going to be very fun to watch that whole thing develop. But I want to talk about something. I'm looking at this draft. If you sort it by wide receivers for a second, I'll go ahead and throw a link into the chat room here for you guys. There you go. If you sort this thing by wide receivers, you've got guys drafting Roddy White. Larry Fitzgerald, uh, Andre Johnson, Vincent Jackson, Marquez Colston. Okay, look, I've played a lot of dynasty. I'm not the best, all right? Look, I'm 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 very average when it comes to that. I do win titles. I do I do win titles. I'm not a real good scout, but I know about team construction and I know how to you know throw trades out there and things like that. I'm not the best scout. I leave that stuff to to East Bay Funk, uh, to Sigmund Bloom. It's all the guys that really evaluate the rookies, right? I'm not, I'm not a great, you know, scouter by any means. I just watch, you know, the I watch college football, you know. I, uh, 
I read a lot of reports. I, I look at YouTube videos. You know, I'll do that kind of stuff, and I'll see what I like, and I know what I like. And I like Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin, where are going there? If you're in a dynasty draft, how can you take guys like Colston, Bo, Dwayne Bo, Andre Johnson? He's got maybe two years left. Um, Roddy White? I know he's dominant and all. You know, he's great. He's on Atlanta, but... Dude, you're going to be stuck with that guy, and you're going to be – you're not going to have – nobody's going to offer you anything for it. Well, you could grab Tavon Austin. He's the next, you know, uh, slash-type Welker, slash-Randall Cobb-type player. You know, he's all over the field. It's the greatest show on turf this year. I love Tavon Austin. I just don't understand how you can get in a dynasty draft and then just ignore these guys like that. Tavon Austin's the real deal. Yeah, I knew I knew we were going in that direction, Scott. Uh, you know, there's no doubt about it. I, he is a real deal. I've seen him in college. Uh, he can play. I mean, he's, he's very serious uh, about, about his work ethic and about the way he goes about it. Um, he's in a situation in St. Louis where I believe he can he can succeed. So, uh, you know, he, 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 there, there's no doubt about it. He's going to be good. By the way, uh, keep your eyes on Stedman Bailey. Uh, it's going to take a while for him, but not very – look, you got Brian Quick, Chris Gibbons in his way, right? Brian Quick and Chris Gibbons in his way. Chris Gibbons is a nice player. He's a nice player. Uh, Tavon Austin is going to be the guy that moved the chains. Uh, Chris Gibbons is going to be the deep threat. But Stedman Bailey had one hell of a career at West Virginia. I would really I'd like, look. I'd like to scoop him up. I, I, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I like Stedman Bailey, but uh, I would rather have uh, Keenan Allen or Justin Hunter before him. I'm sorry, I just would. Well, no, that's common sense. No, absolutely, I, I totally agree with that. Um, I like I like the guy. I like the kid, Aaron Dobson. I think that there's some potential there. I do know that if you look at our rankings on FF Toolbox, you'll see that uh, East Bay Funk uh, he did take uh, Josh Boyce over Aaron Dobson. So you might want to look at his write up and see if you agree or disagree. There's a tight end that I'm really high on this year too, Mike, and I have a feeling that in Chip Kelly's offense, I think Zach Ertz is we're sleeping on a giant here. If you've if you've read about what he wants to do with this offense, it's going to be in a very to a very uh, similar situation to the Patriots. Now they're not saying that Selleck and Ertz are going to be as talented as Gronk and Hernandez. I don't think we were saying that, but I think that Chip Kelly knows what kind of offense he likes to run. And if it's anything like what he did in the past, it's going to be very similar, utilizing these tight ends as weapons. And Ertz is a weapon. He was, he's arguably the most talented tight end in the draft. I do like Kelts in Kansas City. I think he's up there. And I think you have to still continue to, you know, keep uh, Eifert at the top of the list. Uh, but if people are paying a 1.5 and a 1.6 price for Eifert, why do that? Why do that when you could take an when you when you could take an Ertz in the third? Just me. Well, you know, I can I can see that, but uh, you know, if you can get uh, Ertz, uh, what about? Uh, I don't know, Jordan Reed maybe, possibly. I don't know. There's Jordan Reed. I mean, I've heard a lot about him, and uh, I haven't seen a lot of his footage or anything like that. But uh, he he could be in a good situation for Washington. Yeah. Well, Mike, uh, let's see. We've got 15 minutes left of the program. Uh, we are going to talk about the um, the uh, Fantasy Football World Championship. The Roto Bowl just, uh, just launched. We are doing three different types of Roto Bowl leagues, so if you're in Vegas and you're you're doing some other drafts, you can stop by Roto Bowl, sit back. Uh, we'll, we'll give you a couple of drink tickets, and you can sit there and draft Roto Bowl. 
and uh, go crazy with it. It's a $279 entry fee. It pays $21.50 back to the league prizes. It's uh, it's the highest in the mid-stakes uh, level for the league prizes. The same as our main event. It's the same concept, guys. This is a broken record, right? We're paying back to the league, and we're still going to have a grand prize um, that's respectable. And, and that's really what this is about. The, the, the Roto Bowl, you can draft it in Vegas live on the weekend of uh, opening weekend. We've got openings on Friday and Saturday. Uh, we've got openings for Roto Bowl uh, online at Slow Drafts. So you can sign up for a Roto Bowl team right now if you want. You can sign up for a Roto Bowl team, and you can start drafting. As soon as the League of 12 fills, it starts drafting. Or you can wait for the online satellite schedule uh, for the Roto Bowl that's going to be starting. Uh, we'll, we'll release the schedule for Roto Bowl, and that will be out, and those will be live drafts. And you can have, uh, you know, Roto Bowls. On, we're trying to figure out what best night of the week would be for Roto Bowls. Maybe a Thursday night. Maybe a Thursday night might not be a bad night, Mike, for Roto Bowls. Uh, maybe a Friday night. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to we'll have to play it by ear. But there's a, there's definitely a, a spot here for Roto Bowl to be kind of a a nightly game that you can kind of get into and, and see how it goes. And uh, for those guys that aren't quite ready to step up to high stakes, or maybe they're just looking for a little bit of a uh, little bit of action. We also have the satellite leagues, the draft master leagues. Those are kind of fun because they're they're drafting goes. You draft them, you go. You draft them, you go. You don't have to worry about managing the roster. Um, those are a lot of fun. So, a lot, a lot of options there. And Rotoball, I just wanted to say that it's uh, it's a very, very fun concept. They're the ones that actually originated the dual flex nine years ago uh, when they had the 11-man lineup. And that's look, everybody that played it, they loved the format. They thought it was great. They thought it was challenging. And I got to tell you, Mike, I looked at the champion last year for Rotoball. Did you see this on the message board? This yep. guy. Uh, when when you put this 11-man together, this was Jason George. You put the 11-man lineup together, it's all about that second flex spot, right? Yeah. His second flex spot, he won Rotable last year. His second flex was Brandon LaFell. His first flex, his first flex was uh, Reggie Bush. Yeah. Reggie Bush. Yeah, Reggie Bush. So, I mean, he did have a good team, a hell of a team. Uh, Drew Brees, Chris Johnson, C.J. Spiller. Andre Johnson, Demarius Thomas, Jason. Witt. I mean, he did a lot of things right. But I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to participating in the Roto Bowl. Uh, hopefully, the main event and uh, everything. I mean, that Roto Bowl. I mean, that's a great price point, Scott. Uh, you guys have done a hell of a job on that. That's a great price point, and that's going to be uh, a lot of fun to do. Well, kudos to Mount Falco and, and the guys from. From Roto Bowl for uh, for the for the price point, it's actually we we've increased the price for twenty dollars. It used to be two fifty nine, now it's two seventy nine. But we increased the league prize to do from fourteen hundred to twenty one fifty. So that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I mean that that's huge. Yeah, we definitely reallocated and and put that uh, put that money where it uh, where it belongs, which is inside the league. So. Uh, Mike, look, it's uh, it's it's been kind of a um, a, a wild week with all the dynasty drafts. You're getting ready to start this redrafts. Uh, the redrafts are coming. You know, I know several of you in the chat room have already been drafting. Draft master leagues have been going. You're already drafting. You're already starting to take a look at ADP. The switch from dynasty to redraft is difficult. Okay, we've been in dynasty mode, right, since the Super Bowl. Right after the playoffs, the playoff contest was our last redraft, right? We've been in dynasty mode ever since then. There is a transitionary period that's rather difficult for some of us. 
to move from Dynasty to Reader. If you know what I'm talking about, Mike? Yes, I do. Absolutely. It's a, there, there's a big difference. I mean, you know, I, I feel like I'm uh, I'm a better than average uh, redrafter, uh, less than average uh, dynasty drafter. So yes, absolutely, it's a big difference. Well, look, it's uh, dynasty. I tried for I don't know how long. How long did we talk about the dynasty world championship? How long did we say rule number one? Rule number one: don't. Trade away your first round pick because <laughs> it's like it's like it's like your uh, it's like your last bullet in your gun or something or it's like uh, you know your 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 get out of jail free card it's that it's that it's that last little tool that when you can't get a deal done you know straight up picks for picks you throw it out there and you toss it out like him you're like you know what I could do it because I really want this guy and I tried to warn him I tried to warn him Mike that it was. You know what? When you're on the clock, you're going to want this guy so bad, you're going to get so attached, you're just going to toss that first rounder in. Well, Mike, you've been there. You've done that. How do you feel when it's you didn't have a great year, let's say things didn't go your way, and now you're not sitting on rookie picks? Uh, You're in no man's land. You're in no man's land. I mean, you're just scrambling to get somebody. King is here. Cavalier King Charles in the chat room. Uh, he's got nine first-rounders in one of the leagues, and I think uh, maybe five or six in the other. Um, yeah, look, it's it's one of those things. You, you toss trades out, you see what happens, and then you've got guys that are willing to give them up. And, uh, look, next year's class is going to be very, very strong, very strong. It's, yeah, it, it depends on it, – it, Scott, real quick, it depends on each year. I mean – for instance, this year, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really, real proud of the guys that I got. Uh, you know, I feel good about them. But when you really break it down, uh, next year, next year's class is going to be a hell of a lot stronger. Last year's class was a hell of a, a lot stronger than this year's. This year's class was weak. Yeah. No, uh, no, no doubt about it, Mike. This was, um, it was a very a very strange uh, rookie draft that we've kind of uh, seen. But there's still some talent here. It, it doesn't feel great, but, look, there's, there's, still some, there's still some major talent here that will show up. They will make, uh, they will make an impact in the NFL. It's all about finding those gems, man. They're, they're out there. You know, sometimes yeah. it's just it's not uh, taking the upside, the massive upside. It's taking the real safe play that you're going to have a good, steady contributor in the NFL. Uh, so that's, uh, that's a big part of it. Well, Mike, look, uh, it's been a good show. Um, the first-round pick uh, fiasco is the side that we've seen in the Dynasty draft. I'm going to go ahead and put a link to the in the chat room to the May Madness. The video is live, and uh, look, hey, I, I've got a face for radio, so don't uh, take it out on me. The six-minute video, we're just going to it. We're going to end. We're going to end red versus blue with uh, the video. So you guys, it's in the chat room. We'll post it. There it is. Congratulations. Have fun. There's three winners. Congratulations to you guys. I'm really happy for you. Um, you guys are now have a free entry into the 2013 FFWC main event. Watch the video. It'll tell you all you awesome. need to know. Mikey, until next time, uh, for Mike Trent, this is Scott Atkins, and we will see you guys next week. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Oh, my God.
everybody welcome to a special Red vs. Blue webisode. I'm Scott Atkins, Team Ladies in the World of High State Fantasy Football tonight. This is a special show for the Fantasy Football World Championship and for all of us here at FFFullbox.com. Uh, we have the special May Madness giveaway tonight. Uh, not to be confused with the March Madness giveaway. Uh, the March Madness tournament won by the Louisville Cardinals. Rick Pitino, Ruff Smith, Peyton Seba, Horton James, Luke Hancock, and we can't forget Kevin Ware, uh, what he meant to this team, pulling it together at the end. Uh, this is May Madness, okay? And let me just give you a quick rundown of what this is. If you have entered the Fantasy Football World Championship, put your deposit down, you earn all the deposit, uh, to go to become the second ever Fantasy Football World Champion. Last year was Matt Bailey. We know he won $200,000. We partied with him in the Mirage Hotel and Casino. A lot of good times at the uh, FFWC partying in Vegas to play fantasy football and win some major, major cash. $150,000 grand prize. That's right, $150,000. Uh, 12500 inside of your league of 12. The biggest leagues in, in, in uh, high stakes history. 12-5. You can win 10K by dominating your league. So a lot of good stuff here. This right here is an NFL was an NFL pillow. And tonight it's going to be the actual uh, host of these ping pong balls that we have here. I'm going to open this up where he's got a zipper in the back. I'm going to turn it inside out so you can see there's nothing in here. We're starting from scratch, right? Uh, so basically what's happening is the main magnet giveaways are if you put in your deposit for $200, uh, you are entered into a drawing, a 1 in 20 shot at a free main event team this year. It's our version of the early bird. It's, not, uh, it's about the same equivalent value uh, of an early bird, but it's a lot more exciting. Uh, most of the early birds, we've always done a $100 discount. If you register early, kind of helps us plan and prepare and, and, and allocate our advertising budget, things of that nature. But uh, instead of a $100 discount, we said, look, let's put 20 teams in there. Instead of giving them a you know, $100 ball piece, let's just give away one lucky winner, a free main event entry. And that's going to mean a whole lot more to that owner than just getting a $100 ball piece. It's been, uh, it's been met with a warm reception. People are pretty excited about it. And what we have here are ping pong balls. Now, everybody that is uh, for the three drawings tonight, we can only do three tonight. Uh, we're going to do probably three more next uh, next Friday and then do as many as we can throughout the month of May. But there's 20 ping pong balls here. That's actually 18. Uh, that's all that would fit in here. There's number 19. And here's number 20. Okay. Now, you uh, 60 individuals have been selected tonight uh, based on their deposits. We can only put uh, 60 in uh, tonight. We're not going to do them all in one night. We're going to take all these ping pong balls. Let's just jump them in here right now and get started. Uh, this is the official mag, and uh, we'll just go ahead and zip it right now. It's sealed, closed. One of these guys or gals is going to win a free made of the entry. Then we're going to put that ball back in the bag. Then we're going to do it again, and that second person is going to win. And then we're going to do one more, and then you can come on tonight on Red Versus Stone. We're going to talk about it. We've got the Dynasty World Championship going on, 12 leagues of 12 playing in that. We're trying to become the first ever dynasty king uh, of fantasy football. Okay, so this is this is drawing number one. I've got a list of names right here that's in this uh, that's in this May Madness giveaway number one. See some names that I recognize. Let's go ahead and reach on in here. And for you guys, cross your fingers. Let's see if it's you. Let's try it again. Reach in here. Cross your fingers. And we've got number lucky number seventeen. We're going to pull up the list here and lucky. Number it doesn't get any more space than that. Matt Bailey, your, your 2012 champion, gets a free entry into this year's 2013 FSWC 
main event. Congratulations, Matt. The guy is uh, he's on a roll. What can you say? We're going to put number 17 back in here. We're going to shake it up. This is main event is drawing number two. Main event is drawing number two. I see some big names here. Jeff Garabasi, Lee Hanson, Alan Weber, Burke, Lewis, Alfred, Garabasi, Lowe, and Winnes. He's going home in Brown Rover. Tennis. Coming. Here we go. Number four, and that is Gary Allen. Gary, congratulations. You just won a free entry into the FSWC 2013 Fantasy Football World Championship. I want to put number four back in here so you know it goes in. And this is main master on number three, man. Two, ready for one more. And uh, these guys or gals are going to be drafting live out in Vegas at the Mirage this year, the opening weekend of the NFL, or we're be drafting at home online. You can do it either way. You can compete whichever way you want. You can go to fftoolbox.com, check out the tournament page. So here we go. I'm going to reach in again and draw one out. Number 20. Number 20 is Kirk Osborne. Congratulations, Kirk. Uh, way to go, my man. Uh, we're going to be uh, very sad to not see you in Vegas this year, but we know you're going to be there in spirit, you and Becky, and uh, you are going to uh, enjoy yourself a free main event team for the FFWC. So that's it for tonight, guys. Look. 9 o'clock is already 8.20, so in 40 minutes, join us over at on blogtalkradio.com slash redblueradio. We're going to talk about it on the podcast tonight, and uh, we look forward to seeing everybody uh, on the SSWC message board. Grow phenomenal growth, 900% from one year to the next. It's a lot of fun to hang out, talk fantasy, talk dynasty, and talk about the 2013 SSWC main event, Bowl, the Commander League, all the stuff we got going on. Uh, I'm going to get out of here, and I'll see you back in about four. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.